It's Dick Little from the Morning Sickness. Did you know that you can listen to the Morning Sickness anytime with the Holmberg's Morning Sickness podcast on 98kupd.com? And it's brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Morning Sickness. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you quite kindly, Alliance. Uh, Friday is here, and it's supposed to rain this morning. I'm not seeing a ton of that. Maybe somewhere I'm not looking, but it looks pretty good right now. But keep in mind, some other guy just said, I took your advice, John, started my windshield wipers, and I, I watched them go. So just ripped right off. <laughs> it's it's going to be more than just me. I didn't realize it, but... Be a line at AutoZone. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of windshield wipers. Yeah, AutoZone, Pep Boys, you boys need to stock up on, on wipers, like double it. Because we haven't paid attention to it. Nobody's proactive about their windshield wipers. And anyone who is, is someone I can't be friends with. You're way too prepared for life. If you're like, got to get proactive for those windshield wipers. You need an idiot like me who goes, mine blew up in the front of my window. You guys should check yours. And then you'll all do the same thing. I'll go, God damn it, me too. Mine are getting close. Well, you'll know when they're not. Because, man, that noise was ridiculous. And those things just rolling off my window. Like, what the hell was that? They cook in this heat, and they've been cooking extra this year. So I lost mine this morning, so I had to hop in Blackie and let him ride me to work because <laughs> his windshield wipers are swimming in it. They're good. So just a thing. Somebody just emailed and said, I've never been in the middle of either cringing and wanting to change the channel or wanting to listen to every word coming out of Corey Feldman's mouth. That was fun and brutal. We were kind to him. He, he just left it open. He I mean, it was just walk down that road for yep. us. Uh, and somebody else was like, man, you might have just sold me tickets to that Metallica show. I've been on the fence. If you're on the fence, go. Uh, and then and if you're on the fence about Corey Feldman, just go. It's like 12 bucks for Feldman. We'll yeah, see don't worry about it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll be there. Yeah. So you guys will be in the Feldman pit because the whole thing is just basically that. The 22 pit? The, yeah, <laughs> pit 22 would be awesome. But, uh, yeah, so get on over there and do that. And also, and then uh, the one thing that was, and we were talking about this off the air, a little bit, uh, it was very depressing. Going in there and uh, got a got a call yesterday about I guess it was about twelve from Larry, our program director, who says, uh, "Hey, you don't mind taking a COVID test, do you?" I guess it was earlier than that because I had to come back. And uh, I said, uh, "For what?" And he goes, "They're needing us to take COVID tests for to go down there and talk to Robert Trujillo." And I'm like, "Oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. That's whatever." I'm like, "Okay, so test. Everything's good. We're all clear." And uh, then we get there. And they're like, everybody has to wear a mask. And there was a moment where you you cringe, like, oh, no, 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 no. And you start seeing everybody in masks again. 
and I had one on, and immediately the memories of that stupid thing from a couple of years ago tugging on my ears, giving me that immediate headache. The it's too small for a man with a big nose. I've got a giant nose, and it's pulling away. And I, the minute those straps went around my ear, the the sadness and awful feeling of like I don't want to do this just washes over you, and you just kind of have to comply. You know, you're in that situation. I could have thrown a fit and be like, I'm not good, and walked away and had my moment and then not gotten to experience what I got to experience. But there, and everybody felt the same way. Everybody's like, this is just making, it's depressing. It's, it's something we can't go, like, we can't do this to ourselves again. Like, this is, we got to come up with a better plan. It's depressing to see everyone in masks. And you see their eyes change. Nobody was happy about it. So, so and then the worst part is going to be, the shaming, the the misery that's coming because McFeely, here was the weird part of the mask. Here's COVID all over again as we had the masks on. We're down there in the underbelly of the whole thing. And like Brett said off the air, he was like, look, it, we're talking hundreds of millions of dollars and beyond yeah. for what this what this is going to do. I mean, you, you say hundreds of millions of dollars, then you, that's what the show's making. To your tour. I mean, now you, now you, uh, you, you calculate the taxes and the and the the beer sales and every, and you got another hundreds of millions of dollars deal going for what it brings to each city and not hundreds but millions of dollars you know for each city so this is a money churning business that can't risk hiccups so I get that they're precautionary I get it that there's a lot of that so we're down there I got the mask on I'm, I'm in a room with about six other dudes. All just great people that we're dealing with, with the the Metallica crew and the local guys and everything else. So down there, and uh, for the interview, was just me and Rob Dietrich and then Rob Trujillo separately. We took our masks off. Everybody in the room couldn't. But because, and and, you know, Rob was supposed to sit at the other end of the couch. He did not. He sat right next to me. So we were a foot and a half away, shaking hands, goofing around. And uh, and then t- we took a picture, and in one of the pictures, which is no longer on the web and, or on Larry's site or page, yeah. I guess at the very least. And I can only imagine it's because Larry came over to get in the picture because he's like, "I want to take a shot with the KUPD guys. You guys have been great to us." I'm like, "This is amazing." Sit there. I'm in the picture. I have no mask on. I got my arm around Trujillo. I got my arm around uh, the other Rob, the distiller, and uh, and Larry's in the picture too. And they wouldn't let Larry take his mask off. <laughs> So Larry's got his mask off, and the so he looks like the only lunatic, the diseased one, fear-based, disease, horrified, you know, COVID lib cuck that, and I suppose and would imagine that the comments turned into that, so he took it down. I don't blame him. I don't either, and I can tell you this: it wasn't Larry's choice. But I was in that little room with all those other guys, and Larry looked back and was like, "Can I take it off for the picture?" Like, absolutely not. He tested negative for COVID. He, he couldn't take it off. It is so weird to go. Like it's, it feels like it was yesterday, and it also feels like it was a hundred years ago. So when you put that mask back on, you're like, "Oh my god, it's back!" Twenty strains later, right? And nobody's worried. Everybody's just paranoid. Like nobody's sitting back going, "God, oh, you know, we're just paranoid that it, that we'll get to another weird spot again." So it's super precautionary. There'll be no masks for the show tonight, unless you want to wear one. Uh, you don't have to worry about that. But if you see people in them, it's because the crew has to be careful. And the reason why is because evidently Los Angeles was a cesspool. Like well, it was just a mess. You got to figure, you, you probably run into this. A person spent $600, $700 or 
two thousand on tickets, right? And they're feeling horrible. Oh, they're going. I'm going to this. They're thing. going. I don't That's care. Very true. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That they're they're not going to sit back and go. It's just a little cold. I'll, I'll, I'll get through it. And they're you know you're talking about shutting down an operation that is hundreds of millions of dollars, and it screws up everything. Yeah. Because if they miss tonight, they got to reschedule tonight and Sunday. They do Sunday and then Tuesday, and it's not, it just changes everything. So they were super precautionary. But then that moment when Larry's like, I can get my mask off for the picture, and they're like, everybody in the room just, no. I wouldn't have asked. I would have just done it. Well, they asked for forgiveness later. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been probably the wise thing to do. He was, yeah. it was weird. It was so weird. And you do feel like rebelling, and then at the same time, it's like, you can't. Like, there's nothing yeah. I'm, nothing I'm going to do is changing this. I'm not, I can scream and yell. I just look like a lunatic. And you just stand there, like, back in that line, just going, okay. But And then Brady and I, we both heard the same thing. I saw it on the news the other night. I didn't know that without the CDC's daily, here's how many people tested positive for COVID in a city. I didn't know how they test and find out that COVID spikes are happening. I watched it on the news. You know how they do it? And I didn't even know they had this. Wastewater test facilities. They take our poop and our pee and our tampons and our wipes and all the other stuff that goes through his wastewater they don't eat those just the water yeah but that's in there yeah i know <laughs> you can't just you can't pick the spot that doesn't have that tampies and bleh, loogies and god it's knows like the what pulp yeah and, and orange juice a test thing scoops out and finds out what's in our wastewater and evidently san francisco went from nearly nothing to spiking to about mid-level covid range la's had a thing and i get it off of wastewater tests and I don't know where we are as Phoenix goes, but yuck. But I guess that's a really clever, smart thing to find out how we doing. Is Ebola present? You know, that's how they that's how they find out. I never knew that. that I, I wonder if they always knew that, or is that something that's relatively new too? To test but, wastewater? Yeah. I think it's probably an old thing. To keep like major metropolitan areas like from the wastewater would warn you, like, hey, we've got something brewing here. Because I don't you know, the the times that we were going through it yeah it was always just taking the numbers out of well, the they didn't hospital. need to worry about it because yeah. they had a they had a system that was just like punch your arm and go this is there there's no monitor anymore that's the only one they've got so they've been testing the wastewater and relying on that it's like prevalent. spikes and yeah so i'm sure everything shows up but when they see like oh here we go this just showed up huge like you wouldn't want to find out you've got uh all that it's a lot of chlamydia in this right. water. So every time you take a <laughs> just know that there's a chance that somebody's going to scoop some of that water you flushed out and go, <laughs> COVID. <laughs> it's, it's a guy. It's a single guy. That's what I think. It's just some dude, just, just troll looking. Like Yukon Cornelius? Yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh, what a job. Ugh. He's nothing without his COVID. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, but I think it's probably just, I hope it's just machines. I hope it's not like scientists that get big buckets pour it on their desk and they just start fiddling around they with it. pour it on a litmus paper yeah oh there's a phoenix right here in my hands i don't know where that even happens like i know there's a big water facility by my house over on 24th and lincoln that's where it's got to be huge and from the google maps they don't realize it when you ride by it how big that thing is we've got that one in uh, gilbert you see this it's Actually, massive. Yeah. yeah. And like it just kind of blends in with the side of the land and there's a tank and then another tank. You know, like, yeah. And then you look at it from Google Maps, it's taking up acres. But maybe that's going on in there. But every time you take it, just know you're adding to the statistics. But that's I guess that's how they'd know if we had an Ebola scare or a, like a, another 
you know, the Spanish flu or the flu numbers and all that. And, like, they, they can base it off of hospital visits. But at a certain point, they're like, hey, we're having a huge flu spike coming. Be careful. That's gross. So, yeah, so COVID, that was the, that was a tough one. That was that was a hard thing to do. And all of us were bitching. Everybody's like, I hate this mask. Again, my giant nose. I put the mask on. The right thing over my ear goes, snap. I'm like, I remember this happening every day. This My right ear holder breaking. Got to go I back to your custom mask. Got to go get another one. And then they gave me another one that was felt smaller. And I put it on. And they go, you got it on upside down. I'm like, it's still the same back. I had to turn it over. It's pulling on my ear like I, everybody looks like, you know, the deliverance hillbilly with their ears <laughs> clamped down to their. It's awful. So I, I, I look. I get it. We're talking finance and people will protect that at all costs and not not even hear your complaint. But it was it was uh, there was a, a visceral feeling. There was a, an emotion that hit me immediately. It's anxiety. In I mean, a way. It's a ton of it. A ton of it. And sadness, like there's an anxiety and a misery and a depression that comes with, I don't want to do the mask again. And it had nothing, honestly, had nothing to do with people died and empathy for others. It was me. It was personal. It was just me. I hate that mask. I hated wearing it. I hated everything about it. And popping it back on made me realize, it's a loss of control. It's the realization that we don't really have uh, any sort of idea of what could happen at any given time. We can get attacked by something that we don't, we can't stop. Can the game changers still work? Do those improve the shields? The shields, the plastic shields. Uh, they were handing out the K95s and they said that, that were the KN95s. That, that was the, uh, the mask you had to have on. Nobody could wear a, a bandanas. That was off. You couldn't do the old way of the balaclava. It had to be a, the certified hospital mask. I actually don't want to know. Yuck. Like, the, the numbers and all that stuff. Me neither. Don't want to know. Don't you, care. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I'm Jay Cutler. Yep. Cutler it. Yeah. Don't care. If yeah. it gets us, it gets us. Right. There's only a 98% chance we'll survive. <laughs> I think we'll be all right. Yeah. It I was, just, it was, I don't want to know. It's depressing. All birds morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. Yeah, I had a friend come off a cruise ship a couple weeks ago with COVID. And I'm like, did you say anything? He goes, on the boat? No. He goes, just in case they panicked. He goes, I just kind of laid low. I'm like, you had it, though. And he goes, oh, I had it the last couple days. I'm like, you gave everybody COVID on a boat. He goes, I did my best to stay away and like not be in cramped, crowded spaces. Did, I can't remember. Did he say the symptoms were about he, the he same a, or he had a, different? A rough headache and fever and a couple yeah. a couple of days worth of crap, and then he's okay. Yeah, he's like, I'm not. I didn't want to say anything because what if they shut the whole thing down? Thank you for not saying exactly. Anything. Shut <laughs> your mouth. I've I, look. I came here and you're trapped on that boat for three more weeks. Uh, right then, you're in that thing forever with those hillbillies, and it's just going around and around. Um, I thought I had allergies back in March. Tested COVID, came up negative. 
could not shake it, tested COVID negative, everything's fine. Again, three, four days, I'm like, I feel like garbage. And then tested again after I'd come here telling everybody, it's just allergies. I've tested for it a few times. COVID. <laughs> I'm like, I can't tell anybody about this. I've been lying to him. <laughs> so I just went to work for a few days with the sniffles. Not a soul got it. We went through this. Nobody had it. And I'm like, oh, all righty then. Murder. Get away with it. And then I walked off. And I don't think anybody. And you never know. Thing. Like when you, you know, if you have allergies, you feel like, oh, they're just flaring up yeah, again. Yeah, but you test now. Yeah. You don't be a jackass and say it's just allergies. When you start feeling that, you test and make sure because you'll cause the panic. I'm not worried about dying from it. I'm worried about the, the reaction. Yeah, it's crazy. But That's that, my problem. I get hit with allergies so bad all the time. You're always like, sniffing yeah. and snorting. Like this morning. It's yeah. just But all that dust in the air from last yep. night. It's like, COVID. I knew I was going to be screwed. And you'll be at the show tonight giving it to everybody. Yeah. 60,000 COVID. There you go. So yeah, it, it was it was a it was weird. It was sad, but don't be mean to Larry if the pictures of him with a mask on come up on the uh, Instagram and stuff. And don't be mean to anybody else because it's just not. It wasn't his choice. He has a choice. He could have taken it up. Then we'd all had to leave. Yeah. So what? More important than no, it's not. It's not that big a deal. It really wasn't. It was a pain in the ass. But that's uh, I deal with that every day. I work with Brady. It's no big deal. <laughs> Brady's like a big human mask. <laughs> So, yeah, it's uh, – and then I watched a couple football games. The ASU game didn't end until 1.30 because they delayed it for the weather and then just fired it back up. Did wow. people stick around for that? I know. The okay. pictures of the end of the game. There's, there's, you know, some of the students are still there. Just So it was like a WNBA game just in the yeah, crowd? Yeah. There's some vaping going on and a bunch <laughs> of dudes who stood there through the weather. But, yeah, that storm blew through and canceled the ASU game for a while. I'm like, well, that's done. Who cares? It's – ASU versus Fresno, I think. I don't even know who they were playing. Like, this doesn't matter anyway, and there's no bulb. Just call it a tie. Nope, they hopped those kids right back on that field with no bulb potential and put them in harm's way again. Lightning's gone. Go break your legs with each other. Uh, and they finished at like one fifteen in the morning, a game that just has absolutely no reason to be in the first place, let alone at midnight. Just play a, play a Madden. Take the captain of the ASU team and the captain of the Fresno team, put them in a room and play Madden. Whoever wins, that's the score. No one's ever going to look back in history and go, the great Fresno State, Arizona State game. Southern Utah. Who cares? I'm making up a school. I don't know if Fresno has a school. I know there was a Southern Utah. Why yeah, bother well, playing? We can't right. even go to a bowl anyway. Wouldn't you rather just watch an ASU uh, Chinese kid versus a Southern Utah Chinese kid playing Madden on the big screen? Then watch them actually play the games when there's no real hope for anything, especially when the lightning storm cancels it all. Uh, but it was, yeah, it was nuts. So they had, you know, that storm blowing through last night was bananas. That South Mountain lit on fire. Yeah. They were worried about the radio towers for a while. It was nuts. Hopefully it happens again tonight without all the fires and stuff. But... And evidently ASU won the game last night. But I was, watching, I was watching some college football. Tight, 24-21. Yeah, well, they got to a slow start. And then luckily, God got involved and tried to kill them with lightning. Um, I was watching a couple of highlights of uh, college football, and the bands uh, for a couple of games were wearing masks. And I'm like, oh. And like you said off the air, Brady, perfect example of what those libtards will do. <laughs> like, you're absolutely right. That's the only place it's you're going to get away the with college this. college kids. College campuses. Yeah, you're right. The libtards on a college campus. Like... The way too far left people that can't wait to wear masks again to be right rather than comfortable. 
and the way too far right people that want to start a fight with everybody at Wendy's for wearing a mask. Even though the kid at Wendy's is like, dude, they're making me. You don't know his personal feelings. You just know he's got to wear it to keep his $12 an hour job. It's, it's, we're, we're, I hope this is just the end of it. I can't. And we mentioned, I mean, there's a factor of people are like, I'm, I'm just more comfortable in a mask. I've never met that like person. If anybody's comfortable I, I just figure that when I, you know, when I yeah. saw a couple people this summer wearing them. You so know, I have walking a into restaurants. I always yeah. see probably two to four people that are still really? wearing Really? I saw a couple at Costco the other day, too. Yeah. I was like, jeez. Uh, well, like, now I do. I, I got to be. It's like a whoopee. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody in one. Like, I've, every once in a while, you'll see, like, one person doing it in a car. And I'm like, what is that guy up to? But I see somebody in a mask, and I'm like, hmm. I immediately kind of get a little upset at them. Yeah. They wore it into the restaurant, right. sat down at the table, and did the routine, yeah. take it off. Take it off and just start breathing on us. It doesn't make sense. But, yeah, the uh, it, to me, it's like, it's like if the smoking section had little panels next to the thing and the smoke never escaped it. But, yeah, I don't get it. And I, I, get, I get upset at people who don't have to, like if they're just walking down the road or like it's their choice to wear it. I'm like, Ugh. we could never be friends. But then I always go, they must have some horrible disease. You know, that's the only other thought. They just got something so wrong with them. They've, they've been told they can't. They, they'll die tomorrow if they don't wear it. I don't know. And maybe we that's go depressing. into it if, 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 if it does happen, a mandate on masks. Ugh. If a business is requiring you to wear a mask, yeah. maybe you can be a little bit better and like, okay, I just won't go to that restaurant. Right, because you saw how. I'll find another restaurant. You're 100% right, Brady, because we got so reasonable and logical with that yeah. at the end. And I can see that that's the attitude most Hopefully. people. Hopefully. No, hope all you want that you Look, Obama, hope doesn't work. There's other it's choices. Not, no, there isn't. Not for the crazies. you going to make me wear a mask. Oh, here we go. It's going to be ten times worse. You can't stop me. Yeah, it's going to be ten times worse. But you're right. The logical thing would be to wander in and go, okay, well, I choose not to do that, so I'm going to go somewhere else. I'll take my business elsewhere. We don't do that. We're going to be worse. It's going to be an S show. Oh, it's going to be an S show. But I don't, th- I, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see. But it was depressing last night. And it's, it's weird to see it kind of creeping around again. I'm like, oh. And it's basically because we keep and dumping it in there, and they keep testing our poo and finding spikes and getting nervous. So my my suggestion is to dig a hole in your backyard and poop in that. Keep those spikes low. <laughs> Let's not use the sewer system for a little while. What do you say, folks? Go to the hospital today with a little tupper of poo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can you test this? I think I'm good, but I don't want to put it in wastewater and cause a big city spike. I'm not wearing that mask. Uh, and then people are no, and you ah oh another story I saw what I loved you know remember our our uh, our sales manager Susan when she sexually harassed like out loud like crazy wouldn't stop for a little while like an hour's worth of wild hardcore sexual harassment that was going on adults only type sexual harassment that Susan was responsible for and only Susan and when she was downstairs ogling those cops and ooh that one I would put this on top of him and eat honey off of that and she was disgusting and then when I told her I'm like hey. If a man was doing this to female police officers and she interrupted me immediately and said, it's our turn. The ladies never (laughs) wanted sexual harassment to go away. They wanted us men to stop it so they could do it. Well, the worm has officially turned, ladies. It's all yours. One of my favorite stories in the we want it, you can't have it anymore world of sexual harassment. You're finally going to get a taste of what I've dealt with my whole life. A lady in England moved here, having a, a talk with her uh, co-worker. They called him John, but they kept putting it in quotes because that's not his real name. 
But it's appropriate that he's got my name in this story because this is exactly what I'd do to this butthole. So she's pretty comfortable, like Susan, sexually harassing folks around the office because she's a lady and it's their turn. Walking up and down the office telling everybody her husband's been out of town for about 14 days. So with her little British accent, thinking that she's getting away with one, she starts talking to John, who she said, I've worked a nice relationship with him. I thought this was good. And she's like, yeah, he's been gone for about 14 days and it's been quite rough on me. And John's like, yeah. But don't think I don't know how to please myself, John, because I do. I've got power tools back at the house. And she starts getting graphic about how she can please herself, even though her husband's not around. John's like, that's great. And John goes right back to work. A couple of days later, HR goes over to Matilda and says, uh, you want to step into the office here for a second? And uh, now, thinking about it at this point, you're like, what, what loser douche? Toledo would tell on a woman for telling sex stories at the house. Well, ladies, this is how sexual harassment works when you're the ones doing it. If you're ugly as f- you can't do it. And Matilda wasn't pretty. It was awesome. Nobody wants to hear the fat, ugly girl in the office start talking about fiddling the bald man in the canoe. And she got fired for it. And, and 20 so. years in prison. <laughs> right. Yes! Add in a prison term, Brady. I'm with you. You guys are being babies. Yes, but you're ugly, and now the world knows you're ugly. And so do you. Congratulations. You're not allowed to talk about your vagina anymore because nobody wants to think about it. We don't fantasize about you, chunks. Out you go. Only hot ladies are allowed to do that. It's awesome. And we've dealt with that as ugly guys our whole lives. Be careful. You're not exactly in position. When guys would say that to each other, you're not exactly in the position to be that comfortable talking about that stuff. What your friend was saying was, you're ugly. She can turn you in and nobody's going to defend you. <laughs> Handsome dudes. Take your stapler it. and get out of here. You're yeah, fired. Take it, Milton, <laughs> and start walking. Hit the bricks, prick. You're done. All I said was get out, chunks. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear about your little worm. I said I had to drain the snake. <laughs> get out. <laughs> so now ugly women can know what it's like. To be an ugly man. You think you're all in on this together? You're wrong. You better be smoking hot like we had to be to sexually harass somebody. (laughs) Good. I love that it's happening. You wanted equality? Liars. You wanted to take it. You wanted to steal it. The same thing we knew when you were trying to get the Masters golf course. We want to play out there. No, you want it for yourselves. If we give you an inch, you'll take a billion miles. Take your sexual harassment and shove it up your ugly ass, lady. This is great news. Debbie, I'll be back in five. I got to go snap one off. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, God, he's got to stop talking about himself that way. George Clooney looks at it and goes, I'll be in the bathroom for a few minutes snapping one off. Oh, his butthole's going to be <laughs> dreamy. I love thinking about him pooping. Hot guys have been able to get away with it forever. Hot ladies, you're the ones that tell us the story about when your husband's out of town. You can't get enough of, of uh, diving in the canyon on your own. Uggos, zip it like we've had to forever. Keep it. Look in the mirror and realize, am I hot enough to sexually harass? 90% of you are not. I agree with this. I do, too. And I love that this John guy went, you know what? I don't need this from that chunk. I don't have to choke this down. And he wandered over to the HR, and he's like, hey, Chubby McUggos over there is talking about her vagina too much. Who? Yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Don't act like this is a surprise. All right, I'll call her in. You know. Mary Poppins, float her on in here and tell her she's fired because I can't take it. If I understand this problem with my, uh, what I've been talking about. Yeah. 
You can't talk about your vagina at work. It made, made a dude sick. Her argument back was, what kind of world are we living in when a man doesn't want to hear a woman talk about that? And then they showed a picture of her like, oh, that kind of world, sister. A world with sight. The world with sighted people. I loved it. You're giving her the too refined London accent. You yeah, need to, she's she needs, cockney. She's yeah. cockneyed, 100%. All right, brother. I was That's in there the fiddling the old dots. Ugh. I worked my way around a cup of herpes. <laughs> in me bonnet. Yeah. I had me old fist in there last night, Johnny. I did. I was pumping away like a piston in an old 69 Chevy. Bumping and bumping and going. Next thing you know, I'm squirting all over, but I forgot to put down the visqueen, so the dog was lapping it up. I'm going to HR. I'm going to HR now. Could you talk to Telecom, please? Tell yeah. her to shut up. Hey, Johnny, come on over here. Take your hands and me up, huh? Grab this roll here and work your way to one of the good ones. Keep fiddling around with the bumps until you find a nippy. Is that it? No, that's my stomach. Oh, God. What's that? That's a mole. Yeah, so she ugly said she women. She shagging herself. Yeah. Like- oh, sorry if I'm a little off today, partner. I shagged so hard last night. Husband's out of town. I wrote a bedpost. I drove a stick shift home with my vagine. Sort of Good. Things I've ever heard in my life. Awesome. Take that, ladies. Now you know the pressures of what you caused. And you got to watch what you're saying. I love it. We went through a whole phase from 2018 to 2020 before COVID started of that Me Too movement where we were afraid to say somebody's hair looked nice because we were ugly. That's it. There's a room of ugly guys. And as the leader of the room of ugly guys, I'm like, don't tell anybody they look good. Don't mention their clothes. I mean it, all of you. We're out, of, we're out on our ass if one of us starts talking nice to them. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. 98. Holmberg's morning sickness. That's when we started the Acknowledge Female program. It was the ugly guy plan. You see a woman, acknowledge female, and walk right past her. <laughs> they dress up. Their cans are out. I don't care. Don't look at it. It's it's the it's the end of uh, Indiana Jones. Don't look at it, Marion. If her cleavage is out, one or two guys that don't understand your instructions. So, um, no nice jugs anymore. I can't <laughs> well, say that. Those guys are lost, and you better be great looking with that one. <laughs> I can't yeah, imagine Brad Pitt saying that. No one gets then you're away. Fine. Brad Pitt gets away. Brad Pitt. Brad, Brad Pitt walks into this office, looks directly into Kristen's eyes, and goes, "You got great." <laughs> <laughs> you want me to put one in your mouth, or what do I do now? <laughs> you, you would just the second Brad Pitt looked at Kristen, you got really nice boobs. You just hear this weird <laughs> noise. <laughs> What was that? Somebody step on a sponge? <laughs> He's allowed, Brady. You keep wanting to okay. even up. You are not but in the any category. any of us uggos say That's that, we're, right. we're gone. You keep thinking you're a seven. You've got to drop your seven. You're right down to a three when it comes to HR and employment, Brady. No. Don't start saying nobody Look, could get away with it. No, I'm don't. in Tent City if I say <laughs> something like that. Right. <laughs> don't you even, you and me. But I'm, I'm your voice of reason here because you've got a higher act. You look in the mirror and see something nobody else sees. A guy that could say, nice outfit today. That's HR problems for people like you. <laughs> You're not one of them, Brady. You're never going to be. Neither am I. 
Acknowledge it. Recognize it. You're not one of them. I like your camel toe today. It's very nice. Your com- no, you take it to new levels. Your your base <laughs> your base minimum HR guy. You think camel toe is the thing you've got to avoid. You've got to avoid looking somebody in the eyes going, I like your hair. They will f*** you up for that. You can't do it. You get too excited. Smell oh, smell one? I don't know how Biden's been getting away with it. I guess if you're 90, people are like, well, he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's kind of got the ultimate HR scam going to act like he's got dementia so he can do whatever he wants. But You have to be aware of it. But now, oh, I am. Oh, no, you're not, because you keep bringing up camel toe. Like, that's your that's your <laughs> threshold. You're so far from the camel toe line, it's ridiculous. <laughs> you might not be able to, like, talk about anything. I, I, you just stay away from them. You and I should both just know. Ah, there's ladies in the room. Run, because you being nice to them is dangerous. The creepy old man upstairs started to talk to me. That's where you run the risk. I see you down there talking to Paige and Emily every once in a while, and I start sweating. Oh, no. There's going to be a Wiener Slider joke coming any second now, and she's we not going to like it. We spent 30 minutes on camel toe yeah, talk. Uh, I, don't, I don't even want to know. <laughs> Maybe they think you've got dementia, but stop it. <laughs> now it's out. Now, to, to turn the tables on uh, our, our Susan, it's our turn to start turning your asses in. And then you'll all realize who's ugly in the office and who isn't. Jen Gardner downstairs talk, starts talking about fiddling away on stuff, and nothing happens to her. The other ones will get comfortable. They'll try it, and the next thing you know, they're in the who's cow. And I'm proud of ourselves. F- you, ladies. Only one or two per office is allowed to do it completely. And the British accent doesn't save you, chunks. It's great stuff. Loved every second of that story. Loved it because it just reminded me of what I should have done. Should have had everybody fired that day that they were... Sucked up against the window, staring at those cops, talking about asses and nightsticks and making all the jokes that we're not allowed to do anymore. It's our turn. All right, all right. I see what's going on. We're turning them in. (laughs) We're turning them in. I don't even compliment a woman's, like, shoes anymore. Nice shoes. You never know. I'm too ugly for that stuff. Shoes even? Oh, no way. And they eyeball me every day. Oh, you match. I like the shoes with that shirt. And I'm like, oh, okay. So it's all superficial. How does John look today? You're going to jail, lady. F*** you. (laughs) You're not hot enough to pull that off. I didn't come here to get judged about my clothing. But you know what will start happening with this? Women will start dressing sexier. Because deep down they love that attention. And when we stop giving it to them and start turning them in for things they're doing, they'll switch back. They don't like being in turtlenecks and nobody noticing them. The reason I know that is because it's a trillion dollar industry to have put in your chest. And your ass blown up like a hot air balloon. And your lips to expand to no end. Popping up all over the place. Big lip centers. and All of them want attention. They all want Fill her up. Fill her up indeed. <laughs> Might as well have it right next to the Texaco station. Like, I'm going to fill my tank and fill my lips. I do it every couple weeks for attention. But don't you dare notice. You notice at work. If you're ugly, I'm not doing it for you. They're not doing it for the ugly guys. It's our turn again, boys. <laughs> turn in the ugly ones. And let the hot ones talk like 
freely in front of them. And you know what they'll do? They'll cannibalize themselves. The ugly ones will notice the hot ones are able to do whatever they want, and they'll turn them in. And the next thing you know, we won't even have anything to do with it. They'll bastardize themselves right out of the workplace. And like, it'll be hours again. Here. Hours! <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Isn't it great? That story was awesome. And I started thinking to myself, in the beginning of the story, to be honest, I'm looking at it, I'm like, ah, kind of pussy tells on a woman talking about masturbating. It's kind of a hot uh, cube mate. Then they showed her. Oh, they showed her. I'm like, well, that's why. He didn't want to hear about that. I'd rather hear about the weather. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather you just not talk like the 60s. <laughs> you see that lady over there that's doing her work? Be more like her. Shouldn't someone be making coffee? <laughs> Would you want to <laughs> fetch me a scarf or something for my wife's birthday? Oh, wait. I don't have a secretary anymore. I got a co-worker. This sucks. So, yeah. it's uh, it, it, was, it was a great moment for, uh, you know, what I've experienced in my <laughs> terrible treatment downstairs. I can't even wear my Mac Weldon's to work anymore. Well, yeah, Kristen's... Well, they talk about it. You they spent some good money on those, too. spent a lot of money. I just wear them around the house. My ass pops too much in those, and it makes Kristen crazy. <laughs> you only wear it when you want to get free drinks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I go out to, like, the ladies on ladies' night, and I try to coerce them into buying me a Midori Sour. <laughs> I said no, man. I said no, dude, in sweatpants, ever. Anyway, turn them in. If you got an ugly today, just she probably has said something gross... At least get some paperwork started on her. That's the that's today's goal, man. A couple of uh, ladies at your office that are gross that talk about gross stuff. You might even like her. Just get some paperwork started. Don't try to get them fired today. Just start the paper trail. Time Susie get in today. <laughs> you got a couple on the list? All right, yeah. Susie, our HR girl. Head on down there. It's like, here's my Make laundry sure you list. Make before lunch. They're gone. <laughs> here's my anonymous laundry list of the uggos in the building. That I've got to get it in this morning. You get a little too free with the language, I think. <laughs> yeah, get it in today. Susie ain't coming in today. It's a three-day, four-day weekend. It's our turn. Oh, brother, I had to fiddle that beam last night. The old man's not in town. Squirting all about the cat and such. I changed my name, my cat's name, to Bullseye because I just chased him around hitting him with the old squizzy. Oh. Oh, it's like wringing out a wet towel after a storm, mate. I can't wait till he comes back to give me the old what for, in, out, in, out. I'm turning you in, fat. Now, a beautiful British woman that says, oh. Like Kate Beckinsale comes oh, in doing that. she rolls over. Oh, yeah. I can't believe how hard I masturbated last night. What's this then? <laughs> My husband's been out of town for 14 days. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you doing about it? Fisting myself. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get any work done with you talking like that, yeah. I know, it's terrible. I go into like this little triangle with my hand. I make it go all the way up to the top knuckle. I like my knuckles. Okay, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. What's going on with this hot one? I do the same thing at home. Fist away, bummer. I'm punching myself like Tyson Fury down there. Making me on vinegar. <laughs> yeah, owning the room smelt like an old fish hatchery. It took four cans of Glade to get the stink out. <laughs> I take my knuckles and I make smells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like you. She's allowed. Chunks isn't. 
get a load of this chutney. You can still smell it all the way up to me wrist, huh? That's a ripe old isn't it? Oh, God. She just called it a rape sea. <laughs> it was like punching Ooh. a grapefruit after a while, just squishings and squirts all about. Oh. There was chunks of pink. I couldn't find it. I just did me sheets in the wash. Slept in a puddle of me own. Can't wait till that bloke gets back home to give me the goods. <laughs> when my husband comes home, he's going to make love to me slowly like this. I've drawn photos and I've left things on my, my Instagram. You're going to get a promotion. The hot one can do it. The ugly one <laughs> They're can't. They're both going back and forth. <laughs> it's oh, just yeah. comparing masturbation stories. I've got this one thing. I'm wearing it right now. It's called a rabbit. Uh, uh, if you listen carefully, occasionally hear it. So I like to please myself here at the office. I like that too. I like taking the old dingle and rocking it oh. with a little vibration. You know what I'm talking about? Making me old black pudding. Nothing about <laughs> that's bad. Sometimes it slips down me panties, works its way over the old dark hole, if you know what I'm talking about, the other side of the moon. But that don't feel so bad either. I like to clinch up and trap it in there occasional. <laughs> you're losing your job. And you're getting another job, you saw it. You're getting a promotion. You're going to be the boss. <laughs> you're going to be the boss of me. I like to give myself a good spank while I'm doing it as well. Want to see the red marks? Due to all this blubber that keeps me warm in winter but does nothing for me in the summer, my hand makes big red bruises. <laughs> give me a smack in the gut. Spin me around. Yep, it's our turn. I like it. And we'll make our list off the air of who we're going to have fired and who stays. <laughs> it's a fact. I love that story. And I love that it was, quote, John that turned her in. Ah, oh, it was so appropriate. Better watch your, watch your P's and Q's there, Susan. You never know. One of these days. I might have just had it. I can't work like this anymore. <laughs> Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? All right, Wake Up Song, brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. It is a new month over there, so right now, all bikes from uh, Santa Cruz and Kona are on sale. If you need to get that bike uh, tuned up, they got the best wrenches in town. With fall weather coming up, you, you definitely want to be, be ready for the trails. So uh, you can get, mention KUPD, get $10 off a full bike tube for the month of September. Are no kidding? Yeah. Oh. I need, well, Sorry. I don't have tubes anymore. I forgot. But that was the deal was, I almost yeah. went down to get. Yeah, yeah. Because the deal was going, I need to go get some tubes for my tubeless bikes. Tubes removed? I had my tubes removed, yeah. yeah. I don't want to get other bikes pregnant. <laughs> and, of course, they want to remind you guys that, uh, you know, winter will be soon coming. I mean, it's Winter's hard to coming. imagine it, but they got they got new winter gear arriving daily. So time to start picking it all up before uh, the mad rush begins. But everything you need is going to be at Action Ride Shop. ActionRideShop.com. Go visit them at Gilbert Road and Southern. Glorious. And on the list, it's pretty much Metallica and Pantera. So Pantera, you got Mouth for War, uh, Drag the Waters, Yard of Shredding. Double it down, Brett. All right. Get a little Drag the Waters. Okay. And uh, you pick the Metallica. There's a lot of good ones up there. Yeah, they're all... There's, like, really no wrong choice. No. Wow. That is a good. That is a good list. I should make that a permanent list. Damage Inc. is solid. I haven't heard that in a while. Shortest Straw is pretty good. You want to do that? Yeah, I think that's a good. One. All right. Drag the waters and shortest straw. Those will be the ones we do this. Week. All right. How great is that? I can't. I can't wait to see. I mean, I want to see. Pantera. 
Metallica, but Pantera. That's all I'm thinking about. 6.55, so it's 6 o'clock sharp for Wolfgang Van Halen tonight. 6.55 sharp for Pantera. And then 8.30 is scheduled time for uh, Metallica, but I was told that they've been wandering out there about 10, 15 minutes late every night. Just for effect. And they play for two hours and 20 minutes. So prep it up. Brady said he's good for two hours, and he's going to beat traffic. Going to beat traffic. <laughs> he's going to get out of there before the big finale. And, uh, and don't forget about traffic on the way out there. Oh, Plan accordingly. And also, don't be an idiot. The DUI teams are everywhere. So I know Uber's going to be hard. It's a pain in the ass. That parking situation is not really fun. Uh, you know, walk it off. Do something. But have a plan at the very least. To have somebody who can't uh, have a, a designated driver. Do something smart. Don't get in trouble. Don't get all hemmed up. And most importantly, don't crash and kill somebody. Uh, bad enough the DUI, you got to end up spending half your life, uh, you know, paying that down. Uh, worse if you, you involuntary manslaughter, and the next thing you know, you're in jail for this thing for years. Be smart. Let's all be smart together. Uh, it's Pantera right here. Drag those waters. And then uh, Metallica comes up right after that with the shortest straw. It's concert psyching rock to its fullest. It's 98 KUPD. <laughs> It's out of control now. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's being brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.